A Weekend with Jason Dacey Replay from Money FM 89.3. Inspiring interviews, Singapore stories here on Money FM 89.3 with me, Jason Dacey. Every week we have a different power couple here on Money FM, and today I'd like to welcome Ben and Ginny Ekblad. They are the owners of Gorilla Space, and they are the proud parents of, uh, of twins. Welcome to Money FM. Good morning, Jason. Hi, Jason. So tell me first about Gorilla Space. I've checked it out online, it looks intriguing. Ben, what's it all about? Thank you, Jason. Gorillaspace.co is an online marketplace for workspace. What makes us unique is that we are covering both flexible spaces and long-term spaces, helping businesses make the choices between all the different options. I like that. I like that. And I've looked at it, Ginny, and there's a lot of uh, different options out there, whether you're a startup or SME, you know, big, big company. Tell me more about that. Uh, so Gorilla Space is the first platform in the world that basically offers both the flexible spaces and long-term space. We specifically help small and medium-sized companies, including startups and the solo entrepreneurs, look for workspace. Well, Ben has over 20 years of work experience in commercial real estate, and he's helped lots of big companies look for workspace in a very efficient uh, and cost-effective way. So together, we decided to build a business that also helps all the other little businesses that need this kind of service to be able to, you know, better their businesses. And you guys, of course, went out on your own, uh, you know, several years ago. We're going to hear about that a bit later on. But I should point out, Ginny, that you're a Singaporean who's lived a long time abroad. And Ben, you're an American with a French uh, background as well. And here you are. Bonjour. Bonjour. <laughs> Always like to, to test my French out in the mornings. Uh, but, you know, it's a, it's a fascinating um, kind of mix of cultures that you've brought with uh, places if you lived. You lived in Hong Kong. And you met at the University of North Carolina, Chapel Hill, some 20 years ago. Maybe tell me. Go Heels. Yes. Uh, that's, that's Michael Jordan's school, isn't that's it? That's right. Yeah. Tell me about how you met, you know, when you first saw this uh, Singaporean lady uh, in North Carolina. Ah, well, um, I was at uh, UNC Carolina, Chapel Hill, uh, studying for my master's degree in urban planning. And uh, I saw a beautiful vision. <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> Big brownie points here. <laughs> so a beautiful Long vision aco- across the, the corridor or what was it, in the yard or was it you know, at, a, uh, well, at a game? Or what? The specifics of it was we met in a computer lab. Ah. Back in the days when there were such things. Computer lab, I remember them. Jenny, what are your recollections from this meeting with this handsome uh, French-American? That was exactly it. I mean, funny that you mentioned um, Michael Jordan because that's one of the reasons why I wanted to go to UNC was to, you know, soak up in the basketball uh, spirit and all the games and a dream was to see the man play. And we were uh, in the computer lab and this was the summer where we had a heat wave. And so... And, and coming from Australia, where it was wintertime. Yeah, because you went there as an exchange student, didn't exactly, you? Exactly, exactly, in the summertime. Uh, and I was just saying, oh, you know, in Australia, it's probably very cold. It'd be great if we could go skiing. And, and I think Ben picked up on the go skiing bit. And then, uh, yeah, we picked up a conversation. What was funny was that Ben came up to me speaking uh, in Mandarin, in Chinese. Oh, wow, that's a great way to make an impression. And I was just so clueless because I was in, in Chapel Hill and with the southern accent and southern drawl, I kept thinking, well, this man is trying to speak to me. I don't understand the thing that he's saying. <laughs> and only on the third try did I realize, oh, he's speaking in Chinese. <laughs> uh, well, that's how, that's how, as good as my Chinese is. But no, no, that's I hear actually speak 
pretty pretty well, but uh, that's something you don't expect. I guess the context wasn't that's really right. what you thought. Yeah. So you, uh, you, how did you learn Mandarin? It really is all about context. Yeah, it is. Yeah. It is. How did you learn it? I mean, in North Carolina, you, you know, you spent time in France as well when you were growing up as a, as a young kid. Why Mandarin? That's a very good question. I, I think at the time, um, it, it was more kind of intellectual challenge. Uh, it looked interesting. It looked challenging. And I started uh, with some tutoring. And then I was fortunate enough to attend Middlebury Summer School uh, in my senior year of high school. Uh, and then that kind of uh, you know, precipitated me. And where was that? What state is that in? That's in Vermont. In Vermont. Yeah. Oh, okay, yeah. okay. We're t- talking to Ben and Ginny Eckblad, the owners of Gorilla Space in our Power Couple segment. We can see your 11-year-old's uh, twins playing outside That's at right. the football table. Uh, how's that, that changed things in the dynamics of your relationship? You know, how did it all begin from you know, UNC in, in the U.S. to actually you know, becoming parents? Uh, well, I, I think that um, we are very, very fortunate to have our twins, both AJ and Caroline. Uh, and I think unlike uh, many parents, uh, parents of twins are very lucky because we got one baby each. So we don't need to fight over a baby. We both have one each to look <laughs> after. So I've, And also we had our twins uh, in France uh, where there was very good uh, support system for families. Um, and I think that it was very good training to for a startup. Uh, we have very clear roles. We have very clear things that we have to do each. And we also know where we're lacking uh, in terms of skills or experience. I want to add also that uh, uh, for me, it's very important to do something that I'm proud of and to be able to share that with my children. And you now being an a, um, early stage startup that we are, uh, it's a you know, full-time, all-consuming and so we end up uh, talking about the business at breakfast, at lunch, dinner. And the kids can participate. You know, they opine and they say, uh, Papa, you know, mm. have you thought about this? So uh, I think it's, a, uh, it's not just a couple's thing. Mm. It's also a whole family uh, endeavor. Everybody participates and supports. Uh, the kids are here with us this morning on a Sunday morning. Uh, it's, it's wonderful. That's exactly what we hope to do. Well, I want to ask you more about Gorilla Space in a minute, but what, how did you feel, Ben, when you were told you're going to have twins? Because I always w- wondered that. I mean, I only have one child, and I was thinking, imagine I had two of them. What would it have been Absolutely like? Absolutely blessed. Mm. Absolutely blessed. It's uh, exactly what we hope for. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. But, you know, and then, then, you know, the happiness kicks in and then fear starts, you know, kicking in and go like, what do we do? What happens when <laughs> both of them cry? Uh, well, we manage uh, and, and the kids are great. And I think I want to add one more thing about, you know, what Ben said about how it's an all-consuming, it's actually a family endeavor yeah. because the kids are very much in it. Um, and one of the things that, you know, we often hear uh, parents tell their kids, oh, you have to try, you have to go for your dreams. And this is us going for our dreams and them seeing the hard work, the little successes, uh, the little failures sometimes. Uh, Yeah, and I think that that's a really good real-life experience for them, and they're very much into it. So one day, AJ was saying, you know, oh, hey, you know, what is your convention rate now? 
a little bit shocked. But that means they're listening, they're paying attention, and they're following things along. I have to report the traction every morning at breakfast. Mm, really? What the wow. numbers are. Wow. Well, I mean, it's, it's obviously a big leap of faith, you know, when you have twins because you're going to have to just deal with it. You know, it's double double trouble or double the, the blessings and happiness. But that leap of faith that you took, Ben, because you had, you know, a long time in commercial real estate, you know, you worked in different parts of Asia and the world. Yes. What made you uh, take this big leap of faith uh, and start up Guerrilla Space? Well, we really saw an opportunity uh, to bring some of the expertise uh, that some of the bigger uh, corporates uh, enjoy working with uh, the big brokerages. And we saw that uh, the small and medium-sized companies don't necessarily have the in-house skill set or access to the same information. And uh, we saw that this segment was really ripe for this kind of platform and this kind of approach. Uh, that being said, we could not have uh, timed it better. Uh, the whole conversation around flexible space has kind of uh, hit us like a tidal wave, uh, in a, and we're riding it. Mm, I mean, we see so many startups, don't we, in Singapore now. Um, I, I would imagine that would be an area where you can really get a lot of business. Absolutely. Uh, you know, traditionally, the flexible space uh, segment has been occupied by uh, uh, solopreneurs, uh, small teams. But what we're seeing actually is larger and larger companies also considering flexible space as a solution, as a complement to their long-term spaces. Mm, interesting. And this also could include very large companies. So in the past year, we've helped five very large companies look for innovation spaces. So where they have uh, taken a space, say, for between four to six months, for 15 to 20 people, uh, they, so that they can do their skunk works mm. away from their headquarters or businesses, uh, so that they can have a you know a physical break as well as a mental break, and so that they can concentrate on some innovative products. Mm. And and so basically, it's actually any businesses that's looking for smallish spaces uh, for anything that has to do with work. With our power couple Ben and Ginny Ekbland, the owners of Gorilla Space here in Singapore. I mean, Ginny, I've got to ask you because you know you're a Singaporean, but you were away for such a long time. You got back a few years ago. What was it like? Coming back to Singapore, having lived, uh, you know, in Australia, the U.S., uh, Hong Kong, France, what was it like? I mean, it was must have been so different. Yeah, coming back is uh, I, I I was actually quite shocked because I, you know throughout the years being away, I've always come back as a tourist. It's visiting. different, isn't it? Oh, very different. And then living here is completely different. Um, I think first of all, the Singapore government makes it very easy because everything is online. Information is easily accessible. Uh, if you don't know something, basically you ask the person next to you, they'll know everything. Uh, so that was very, very useful, uh, say, compared to other countries that would, you know, where information is more opaque. Uh, so I think that was a very good thing. Um, but the landscape has changed so much, uh, where roads are different, buildings are torn down. So that physical memory definitely creates, uh, you know, a, a very nostalgic past. And I think coming home, coming back to Singapore and thinking that, okay, it's a new country, same, same, but different. And I have to relearn some new things. I left as a, as a young you know, adult and I'm back as a mother of twins. <laughs> uh, so there are so many things to learn. So that, I think, was the, the key to returning back to Singapore. And I also think that um, we're in a really uh, unique opportunity in Singapore where there's so many different nationalities. It's such a cosmopolitan city right now. 
Uh, I'm able to find many communities of belonging. I have lots of French friends, uh, Indian friends, sing local Singaporeans, Americans, etc. So it makes getting back to Singapore, uh, settling in here, very, very easy. Yeah, I, I would add that Singapore definitely is a great base uh, to, be, to be launching a regional business. Yeah, what about for you, Ben? How different was it to what you expected, having been in Taiwan and Hong Kong and you know, France and obviously the US, uh, you know, how was it different coming to Singapore than what you expected, if at all? Obviously, you'd traveled here as a tourist and all that, but to actually live here, how, how easy has it been to be a dad, you know, a business owner and everything else? Yeah, so I, you know, picking up on what Ginny said, a uh, uh, lot of support. Uh, there's a lot of energy for uh, the entrepreneurial approach. Uh, it's been a great, great uh, base to, to to launch a new business and, and to try new ideas, um, we we expect to to expand regionally, uh, and I'm very glad that we started in Singapore. And how French do you feel? How American do you feel? How <laughs> Asian do you feel? Because you've got a bit of everything in you. Yeah, well, um, yeah, exactly. In, in the U.S., I'm I'm French, and in France, I'm I'm American. <laughs> uh, and in Singapore, I don't know what. <laughs> well, you speak Mandarin, so you kind of fit in as a, as an Asian here, you know. But uh, yeah, look, I, I've been away from my native Australia for 25 years, yeah. you know, similar to Ginny, and I know how it is different to actually go back and spend significant time there, comparing to being a tourist. And you wonder how you fit in with your friends, yeah. Ginny, compared to the ones that you you know when you were a kid. Yeah, and and that phrase that someone has shared with us, you know, you never go back to the same place twice. Mm. So you come with all the experiences, um, the people that you've met, uh, they're different, right? And so I think, think thinking about contributing to the new future, that's really exciting. It's always good to do something fresh, even if it's your old place, right? To kind of start a fresh chapter, right? Rather than trying to go back and relive what you used to do, right? 25 years ago. Mm. Yeah. What about, you know, tell me more about the parenting of, of twins because that always intrigues me. Um, you know, I've got a boy and a girl and, um, you know, they aren't identical and one's taller than the other and there's a lot of different things that you can share about that perhaps. <laughs> what's, what's the key? Of, what, how, do you, how do you parent so, twins? How do you parent twins? I think um, parenting twins is no different than parenting uh, children of different ages. Um, every child is different. So we have to, I think the way that we see it is, uh, you know, what applies to one child will not apply to the other. Mm. Uh, they all have strengths and weaknesses. Um, we are quite, I think, uh, you, not that unique, uh, you know, in thinking of, the children are a gift to us. It's our way of, and we are, we're gifted with the, the children and to show them their path to their future, not our future, not the way we want them to live, but the way they should be living. So that in itself is, is not different. I think the challenge come, came uh, when we first had the babies, when they were little tiny things, uh, how to set a routine, how do we get them on a similar rhythm. So I think scheduling and checklists, uh, that's, that's very prominent in our house. Almost behind every door is a checklist. <laughs> yeah. um, and they write their own checklist now, uh, what they have to bring to school, um, play dates they want to have. If you want a play date, you've got to organize it. Otherwise, it's not going to happen because mom and dad are busy with gorilla space. Yeah. Uh, so I think uh, we're trying to build you know, kids with good habits and who are more autonomous. And they know that at any time that they need us, we, w we could drop everything and just be there listening uh, and being with them. What's been a lot of fun is that 
even though uh, AJ and Caroline are twins, uh, they really are two different people. And uh, so same grades, uh, same uh, sports, same, you know, uh, life events, um, but two different people experiencing them. And uh, that's been really fun to be part of that. And to have such a, you know, engrossing business and twins and everything else, uh, you know, with uh, different cultures, is it, you know, a challenge or is it something that you just love and embrace? It's an absolute challenge, but it's, uh, it's the perfect challenge that we, uh, you know, that we signed up for. Yeah. I would have to agree with that. <laughs> yeah. It's a challenge, but um, it's um, lots of fun. We're also surrounded with a great team. Uh, the Gorilla Space team is... Uh, very good, very supportive. Uh, we've, we, you know, head of marketing for us is uh, a serial entrepreneur, having built his own website and, and platform, and exited. So we're surrounded by people who, uh, you know, we're very fortunate to have a lot, that, a lot of support. So how do we find out more about uh, Guerrilla Space and about you two and about your family? Go for it. Uh, well, you could go onto guerrillaspace.co. Uh, this is where you find all the, you know, uh, service and offering that we have. And uh, you can always reach out to us. And I would add that uh, when you find the perfect space on our platform, book it, and uh, you get up to 20% uh, cash back uh, when you sign up. Wow, that's a great offer. I guess maybe the twins suggested that because they're very involved. <laughs> <Exactly. laughs> <laughs> Thank you so much to Ben and Jilly Ekblad, owners of Gorilla Space, parents of twins, and uh, they've been our latest power couple here on Money FM. Thank you so much. Thank you so Thank much, you. Jason. Thank you.